Hello everyone, welcome to In Conversation with Lisa Burke. Today, I'm very happy to welcome Geraldine Knudsen, the CEO of Maison Moderne. Welcome to RTL, Geraldine. Hello, Lisa. My first question to you really is to explain to our listeners who may not know what Maison Moderne is. Maison Moderne is the first independent publisher in, in Luxembourg. We produce our own magazines, which you might know, Paper Jam and Delano. And uh, we've got the Paper Gym Club with 1,300 company members. It's a whole ecosystem of media and live events. Why did you want to come back to Luxembourg? I wanted to come back to Luxembourg because I uh, was approached by, by Mike, whom I've known for a long time and uh, have always admired and always really respected his work and uh, found that uh, Mizamodan was a place of um, particular innovation and creativity and uh, also because the media world in, in general is something that really fascinates me. We should explain to our listeners who may not know who Mike is. It's Mike Kodinger, who set up Maison Moderne. In fact. Who set up Maison Moderne some 25 plus years ago and uh, and has been a publisher ever since. I was a city manager between 2007 and 2013. And during that time, uh, we created the City Magazine together. And uh, I've really learned to appreciate what he does. And so here I am. Do you find that an establishment like RTL is a rival to Maison Moderne? or more like a sister? No, there's no rivalry. In any event, I mean, competition, if anything, you know, makes fun even bigger. Uh, no, it's not a rival at all. I, I think that we each uh, occupy very different areas of, uh, of, uh, of the media world and there's place enough for both of us and more even. It goes that saying you're a female leader. Do you feel that's a responsibility to show others how to be a female leader? Do you think we should be having this conversation about females in CEO positions? Or do you feel it should just be taken as I am a CEO, that's it, full stop? I think it's very important to talk about leadership, you know, I mean, female or not. I mean, I've seen men provide excellent leadership. Maybe women have a bit of a different approach. But leadership in general has a lot to do with inspiration. It has all to do with being an example. Actually, leadership for me is service. That's bottom line. You know, I mean, leading is, is uh, giving service to the people who need to do the work. Yeah. When it comes to how you approach your teams, is there anything you do that you've learned from other mentors along your life journey? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I think that one of the things that I'm good at, let's say, is uh, to ask questions and to to listen to advice. And I uh, I'm not ashamed of not knowing things. I think that there's always a hand that uh, extends. If you ask a question, it will always be somebody to give you, you know, support. It's probably not the spectacular approach, but it's definitely it definitely works. Yeah. The role of the media in our community in Luxembourg. How do you visualize that going forward? I think that we live in a time where media and independent media is more important than ever um, because, you know, we see what it can do. I mean, with the story that everybody could follow in, a, in the United States, uh, we see how very important independent media is. Media needs to be constructively critical of all political, economical and social development. Uh, I think there's a huge role to play. And Luxembourg has this enormous advantage of having a very vast media for its size population. And I think that this is something that is remarkable for this country. 
English is a growing language when it comes to the media landscape in Luxembourg. And I've seen through Maison Moderne's publications and online also a real drive to increase its English outpouring of information. So can you give us any ideas of what's in the future through Maison Moderne? Yeah, I mean, if you see that 80% of the resident population of Luxembourg masters the English language, it has become, you know, the second most important language in, in Luxembourg. And we are obviously very interested in exploring and in providing for this growing community. We have Delano, which comes out 11 times per year, not five times. So we have increased in the in frequency. And Delano is uh, also changing face a little bit. So it's not only come out in a new format with new visual, but it's also in content uh, will be much closer to Paper Jam, which is very established on the Luxembourgish market, which focuses a lot on business, finance, uh, economy, politics, and a little bit of lifestyle. And Delano will be exactly the same, only in English. Your time away when you were working in Munich, did that give you a different perspective when you returned to Luxembourg? Yes, definitely. I lived in Luxembourg for 17 years uh, before I went to Munich uh, to take on this uh, this position, which was very exciting, was a lot of fun. I was very happy to come back to Luxembourg because Luxembourg has enormous qualities, especially in terms of cooperation. People are very willing to stretch out a hand, to help each other out, to really support each other. And because it's a smaller community and, and everybody kind of cares for each other, I guess, you know, and that is something that is very valuable to me. And I learned that even more when I was living in a huge city like Munich, I mean, 1.5 million inhabitants and, uh, and things can become quite, you know, you know, the links between the people are maybe missing or there's not so much connection. And this connection is what I really appreciate about Luxembourg. You've written actually in notes to me the role of kindness and humour in leadership do you think that's across leadership or more pertinently for female leadership humor is not pertinent to female but i think it's very important it helps to to dissolve and to ease situations that are difficult i think it helps to create a human link between people i believe it's very important that you know we don't see each other as co-workers but we see each other as people who have the same goal and whatever it takes you know to make this glue between the people to really tie them together and to be able to move forward and humor is a fantastic glue is uh, is very welcome um, and the kindness part of this as well. I'm thinking about this because you spoke about the one and a half million inhabitants of a beautiful city like Munich and then returning to Luxembourg where a lot of people know one another or knows somebody who knows that person. Do you feel it's therefore possible to have a critical analysis in the media landscape here in Luxembourg? I think it's very necessary and I think it's absolutely possible because I think, I mean, kindness is not being nice. You know, kindness is uh, respecting and, and seeing the other person's point of view and, and, and being able to, to understand where this other person comes from. I think that has nothing to do with being neither strict nor, nor critical. I think that it's very necessary to be critical because, you know, otherwise we'll just, you know, all swim in the same soup and, and we'll never advance. You're a working mother and have been a working mother throughout your life. It's again something that male CEOs don't get questioned about so much. But for females, they often want to know how have you juggled that? How have you managed that? With the help of a lot of support. 
I think that if you don't get support and if you don't ask for help, then you're you're lost. I'm in a very comfortable position to where I can allow myself uh, support. But then Luxembourg is also, I mean, in terms of everything that has to do with childcare and and schools and afternoon care, there's a lot of very there's a lot of very good infrastructure, excellent schools and kindergartens and daycare centers, and you have a pretty good choice. And uh, and there's a lot of effort being made also from from the side of the of the government to to provide uh, people with the necessary. I mean, uh, there I, I can only recommend um, taking the the comparison to other countries because uh, what we have here is a very is a very generous and a very luxurious uh, situation in that in that respect. I can absolutely concur with that. Having lived in other places, I think people who only know the Luxembourg system are unaware of how wonderful it is. Yes. Yeah. And here's another reason why I love Luxembourg is because you know uh, here's another reason why media is so important because I think that we are the ones who can also support the the positive image of Luxembourg to the outside and also to the inside. There's a lot of people being very critical who might not have the comparison to other lesser ideal situations. And I think media is there to to kind of shine a light on on things. I mean, not to say that we we have to paint everything pink, but I mean uh, it's 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 a matter of truth. It's a matter of you know realistic you know approach to do that. Yeah. And what do you find hardest in your role? What do I find hardest in my role? That's a very good question. I think. I think it's it's the amount of responsibility for so many people to you know to do the right thing, not to fail, not to fold when things get difficult, not to be scared, you know, to uh, to ask people for help if you need it, uh, to not be too shy, all kinds of things, you know. I mean, I don't come from the media world, you know. I've come from a completely different world and uh, and managed to to do something different every time I changed career, changed the industry. Um I think I can learn very fast and uh, and I'm prepared to do that. I'm very curious and ask lots of questions. I think it's the the amount of, you know, if you care for 125 people, there's a lot of substance that must come across. A lot of money needs to be made and uh, and their lives not only of those 125 but their families and you know, there there's a lot of there's a lot of responsibility and I think not to say that this is hard, but it's it's definitely a point where I that I that I feel strong, strongly about. And you feel the responsibility on your shoulders, and it's good because I mean, otherwise I would probably do foolish things, you know. Are you able to compartmentalize, which some people say is a skill men have in abundance, and women are more fluid in how they approach things, and they can bring their work home perhaps more. Are you able to just segment it slightly so that you have space for yourself in your life? I try very much to have space in my life because we're not talking about a, a 200 meter run. We're talking about a marathon. And I think it's very important to keep a good balance between life and um, and, and and work. Um, we're finding ourselves in a bit of a difficult situation right now because, you know, we've had some people leaving and, you know, they need to be replaced. We're on a very good track with that. But I think that just now I accept the fact that maybe my my balance is not ideal. 
I do want to go back to to it being better. And I do think that it's very necessary to also, not only for me, but to also look out to my colleagues and co-workers uh, to do the same because I want them to be with us for a long time and to do that you know we need to have not only the work which is important and fascinating but we need to have a private life and we need a life in general you know and hobbies and families very important you know. On reflection over the last number of years in your working professional life, you've been director in Munich, now you're CEO. Do you find it lonely at times? Do you have anybody you can confide in? I don't find it lonely at all. I mean, I have a huge exchange with all of the people around me and uh, and my family. And I think that, you know, if I found it lonely, I would probably work completely differently or if I if I worked completely differently I would probably find it lonely I would I must turn it around I'm very happy to exchange a lot I might know things but people around me know equally as much and uh, and I think one of the qualities that you need to bring to uh, leadership these days is to be able to integrate that knowledge and to integrate other ideas you know and also to be challenged on your ideas because uh, otherwise you know you go you might go wrong and I think that if I talked about responsibility before then what takes this you know the load away from me is the fact that I can exchange and 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 really you know interact with with the people around me a lot you know. And on that march to becoming a leader in the various industries that you've worked in, that job has come to you because of your experience and things that you've demonstrated through your work. But on this side, have you also tried to develop skills yourself or read books or asked people to give you inspiration? What have been your points of your resources to think about how to become a better leader? Uh, Very honestly, I am a strong believer in uh, in 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 all kinds of you know coaching and support, um, therapy if if necessary, um, or even structured analysis of your own of your own uh, of your own uh, you know being. I think that I mean I've done a, over my career I've done a lot of this and uh, and it's really helped me to become more aware of you know my point of view. I think that. I think that leadership, if you talk about leadership, it has very much to do with with being very clear, you know. Um, To be very clear, you need to know exactly what your own needs are, yeah. I think that the needs that you have, you cannot put them aside and say, you know, I'm leading and then I'm, I'll think about my needs. But you have to communicate on your needs. You have to communicate on your ideas. You have to communicate on, on, on what you want. Um, it, 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 this is not, you know, to, this is not a world where we can allow ourselves to be blurry about this. Because if nobody else understands you, then everybody will be in, you know, asking themselves questions. That will take a lot of energy and, you know, make things much, much slower. And do you find that you're able to make quick, strong decisions? Yes, I'm very decisive. Yeah, I don't say that I've always taken the right decision, but but I, you know, it's it's gone pretty good so far, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. And when you have uh, people or situations around you that can drain you of energy, how do you cope with those situations? Humor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have another. I don't have another tool. I don't know. I mean, what is annoying? You know, I mean. It, Things that are annoying to me might be very important to the other person. So, I mean, I have to give it some time, you know. I think I find very little annoying. I'm very, I'm a very positive person, you know. I, uh, 
I I think that I've uh, you know seen enough in my life to to understand that being negative really doesn't get you anywhere. You know, so I'm uh, I'm trying to remain positive. I might you know try to cut somebody off if it takes too much of my of my time. You know, and space. I don't like invasion of space. I I try to you know kind of respect the other. I I, I demand respect for myself, and uh, and that's kind of worked pretty well so far. Another part of being CEO is that a lot of people want your time. They want a piece of you. And I imagine you have a lot of meetings where you have to bring those quick decisions. So how do you go about structuring your day so that you have time to think, perhaps the the big thinking about future visualisation, the direction for the company as a whole, the creative space, one might say. And then where are the meetings? Do you kind of plan your days so that you have space within that for yourself to work? That is at times very difficult. But yes, I mean, exactly that uh, needs to be done. And uh, and I've been trying or I'm trying actively trying to do that. I think it's very important to step back and uh, and take a, a perspective that is outside of the things that are happening. I look at it like in a theater where the things that are happening on stage must remain on stage. And I'm not the one, I'm the director. If, if I'm the director, I can't be on the stage. I sit, you know, uh, in the audience room, in the eighth row, in the middle, and, and look at, the, at what is happening and try to support um, the play going forward. And I think that, you know, to, I mean, this is a very important to, to be able to step back now. It might be that... Um, you don't get this kind of time sometimes, but I think I'm pretty well organized. I, I structure my day well. I, I try to come to meetings prepared or have others prepare meetings. People who want to see me need to, to bring an agenda, need to know what they want to talk about so that you don't extend the time forever. And there's sometimes it's a hard cut, you know. I mean, if you have time until four o'clock and at four o'clock something else is happening, then, you know, you need to be ready by that time. So, I mean, I think that if you try, if you try to be structured, then it works. Actually, you know, um, another thing on leadership, I've always, until now, this is actually the first job that I have where I've not been a manager or a director in part-time. So I've always had uh, part-time jobs. That's not possible now because there's just too much also change going on and uh, and too much to do. Positive change, you know, change into a direction of, 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 of a company that needs to become quick and agile and uh, and responsive more responsive than even before can be improved voila and the other part of being a CEO, which is very difficult, is creating, as you say, in this time of change, a wonderful family around you of great people, great employees. So how do you engender that? How do you manage to imbibe within those people the spirit that you want to take forward? And if for whatever reason that person doesn't fit, how do you kindly remove them from your company? I think that people that don't fit realize it themselves and leave. And for the rest, we have a workforce that is highly skilled, very motivated, huge amounts of work and energy go into into what we do. There must be more structure. We must improve on the processes that we have to free time for people to be less stressed and more creative. I mean, I can't think of anybody who I wouldn't be able to integrate into that into that process. I once learned that there's five types of people that have different 
ways of being motivated. And there's only one that you can't motivate, and it's called a plant. You can't motivate a plant because it grows only at its own speed. But we don't have any plants at Sommerdown, luckily. So is I've been I've been spared of this experience. As you say, there's five types of people. I'm wondering what one my teenager is at the moment. <laughs> I can tell you about my teenager. <laughs> yes, I better not. <laughs> no, no, I think a few teenagers fall into the plant situation. <laughs> they, they, but they move out of it at, at the age of 19 and a half, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm not alone in that, that journey, let's say, to put it a positive spin on it. Geraldine, I know how precious your time is and we're so grateful that you could make time for us here at RTL today. So for our listeners, is there anything you would like to tell them as a female leader, as a Luxembourg returner, anything that you want to share with our audience that we haven't spoken about? If I thought back on what made me, you know, or where, where, how did I come to this? You know, I think uh, the only thing that I would say is don't be afraid to ask for help. It's the, that's the only thing. I think it's it's very important to to be not shy and uh, probably also humble enough because, I mean, you know, if you know everything yourself, then obviously you don't need to ask for help. But who knows everything themselves? So, I mean, don't be don't be afraid to ask for help. There will always be somebody who comes at your rescue. That's what my experience with Luxembourg is. A wonderful thought to end. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs>